Welcome to TSX Quarterly, the podcast that brings you publicly available earnings calls from companies listed on the Toronto Stock Exchange in one convenient location. Gone are the days of looking through confusing websites. You'll find the important information right here. Enjoy the call. Thank you for standing by. This is the conference operator. Welcome to Great Panther Mining's second quarter 2021 results conference call. As a reminder, all participants are in listen-only mode and the conference is being recorded. After the presentation, there will be an opportunity to ask questions. To join the question queue, you may press star, then 1 on your telephone keypad. Should you need assistance during the conference call, you may signal an operator by pressing star and 0. I would now like to turn the conference over to Fiona Grant-Legge, Vice President, Investor Relations. Please go ahead. Thank you, Operator. Good morning, everyone. I'm Fiona Grant-Legge. Thank you for participating in our call today. Before we, get, we begin, please note that we will be making forward-looking statements during the presentation. You should be cautioned that actual results and future events may differ from those noted in today's presentation. The commentary also re refers to various non-GAAP measures, definitions, and reconciliations that are included in the company's MDNA for the three months ended June 30, 2021. All dollar amounts expressed in this presentation and the associated financial statements and MDNA are in US dollars unless otherwise noted. For reference, during the call, ASIC refers to all-in sustaining costs. Detailed cautionary statements can be found at the end of the presentation. I would like to remind everyone that this conference call is being recorded and will be available for replay later today. Replay information and the presentation slides accompanying this conference call and webcast will be available on our website at greatpanther.com. On the call this morning, we have Rob Henderson, President and CEO, Sandra Daycock, Chief Financial Officer, and Fernando Cornejo, Chief Operating Officer. Thank you, Fiona, and thank you, everyone, for dialing in today. I'm very pleased to have Sandra and Fernando in the room with me today, two significant promotions within our leadership team. Sandra Daycock was promoted from Vice President, Corporate Finance and Treasury to Chief Financial Officer, and Fernando Conejo, previously Vice President, Operations in Brazil, was appointed Chief Operating Officer. I've been with the company for a full year now and I'm very pleased with the team's performance to date. COVID-19 has certainly made things complicated, but our team has shown me how they can adapt quickly and work effectively despite the hardships. During the quarter, we remained fully committed to our COVID-19 protocols and in particular, maintaining awareness about prevention practices across the organization as well as in our surrounding communities. As I have emphasized before, this is a year for exploration for Great Panther. Our team has had some very nice results from Tucano in the quarter, and the high-grade intersections we reported from the Urukum North deposit are very encouraging. Q2 was a challenging quarter from a production viewpoint, but I'm pleased to say that in July, ahead of schedule, we safely recommenced mining of ore at Tucano's Urukum Central South Open Pit. In May, we had temporarily suspended mining of ore at UCS for safety reasons due to
due to movement detected in the west wall of the pit. This suspension led to reduced production in Q2, as well as higher costs related to the additional stripping and remediation to ensure wall stability. Production is now ramping back up, and the higher grade ore that we didn't mine in Q2 will now be mined in the upcoming quarters. In the second quarter, consolidated metal production was 27,722 gold equivalent ounces, inclusive of 22,804 ounces of gold and 334,423 ounces of silver. The suspension of mining of ore from UCS resulted in lower revenue for the quarter than originally forecast. However, those ounces, about 10,000 in total, will be mined in upcoming quarters and will contribute to our overall revenue for 2021 and into next year, 2022. Although mining of ore at UCS was temporarily halted, we continue to operate with a full mining fleet on stripping activities and continued our exploration and capital programs. These are significant investments required to position Great Panther for future growth. As a result, our costs went up and our unit costs increased. All in sustaining costs, excluding corporate GNA, were $2,021 per gold ounce sold compared with $1,027 in Q2 2020. These higher costs are attributed to the additional stripping at UCS, as well as processing of lower grade stockpile material, which resulted in fewer ounces produced and sold. Our quarterly revenue was $52.1 million and mine operating earnings were $7.2 million. We ended the quarter with $35.2 million in cash and cash equivalents, and we reduced our borrowings to $26.3 million. Given the lack of progress in securing permits to expand our tailings facility at GMC in Mexico, we have adjusted down our consolidated annual 2021 guidance to a range of 120 to 130,000 ounces of gold equivalent for the year. We've also reviewed and revised our consolidated guidance for ASIC, taking account the lower anticipated production and the high costs experienced in Q2 2021. So we expect our annual ASIC to range from 1,700 to 18. $100 per gold ounce sold. So what this means is that the second half of the year, we expect to produce about 60 to 70,000 ounces of gold equivalent at an all-in sustaining cost of $1,550 to $1,675 per gold equivalent ounce sold. In June, we published our 2020 sustainability report, Mining for Good. This report highlights our progress in the areas of health and safety, environmental responsibility, and community engagement and development. And I'm pleased to say that in 2020, we adopted an official diversity policy, and we achieved 24% of leadership positions now held by women. We had zero environmental incidents and improved our lost time injury frequency rate by 57%. Safety is a key area of focus for us, and we continue working across the organization on new initiatives this year to further strengthen our safety practices. I'm very proud of how the team has delivered on our sustainability mandate 
and encourage everyone to read the report, which is available on our website at greatpanther.com. I will now pass it over to Fernando Conejo to discuss results from operations. Thank you, Rob, and good morning, everyone. <clears throat> Focusing first on Tucano, gold production for the quarter was 20,696 ounces, compared with 35,421 ounces in Q2 2020 a 42% decrease related to lower ore production due to temporary suspension of mining in Urukum Central South, which resulted in the processing of lower grade material from stockpiles and ore from the Urukum North pit with lower recovery uh, rates. <clears throat> the second half of 2021 is expected to account for 60% of production guidance, which for Tucano is expected to be between 100,000 and 105,000 ounces of gold in the year. All in sustaining cost for the quarter was $2,214 per gold ounce sold, compared with 982 in Q2 2020, due to lower gold production, higher operating costs due to additional reclaiming of stockpiles, and higher stripping costs at UCS. A total of 1.4 million tons of waste material was removed in Q2, and a further 1.2 million tons is expected to be moved in Q3. Moving forward, groundwater monitoring and water management will be key to continue operations in Urukum Central South. The installation of piezometers and groundwater monitoring stations will be completed over the next two months. We are evaluating the installation of vertical drains to maintain a higher degree of control over phreatic levels in the west wall especially when mining at depth. As Rob mentioned earlier, exploration efforts at Tucano have been producing some very promising results. To date, over 17,281 meters of drilling have been completed for the near mine and regional programs. The exploration team will continue with the drilling program over the next two quarters to achieve the 60,400 meter annual target. At Tab C, Drilling continues to intersect mineralization down to 70 meters below the current pit. The drilling, along with a re-evaluation of historical data, has led to an improved understanding of the controls of mineralization and a new geological model that will be integrated into the next mineral resource statement for Tucano later in the year. At Urukum North, a series of deep holes were drilled to test the deeper portions and down plunge extension of the Urukum North high-grade zone. Results from this drill program demonstrate the potential for additional near-gold production, and we are expediting studies to support a production decision next year. In addition, drilling intercepted high-grade mineralization near surface, which we believe could further extend the Urukum North open pit. To date, the regional soil sampling has been completed along 438 line kilometers of the budgeted 500 kilometers, and the geochemistry results are currently under evaluation. Drilling is scheduled for the second half of the year to test regional targets once this evaluation is complete. The main areas of focus will be targets within 20 kilometer radius of the mine, which include Mutum and Lona Amarela. At the Guanajuato Mine Complex in Mexico, a total of 284,883 silver equivalent ounces were produced with silver recoveries of 
87.4% and an average silver grades of 118 grams per ton. Gold recoveries were 87.6% and the average gold grade was 1.58 gram per ton. Production increased 111% when compared with Q2 2020. This variance is associated with the suspension of activities in the second quarter of 2020 due to COVID-19. All in sustaining cost in Q2 2021 was $39.3 per payable ounce of silver compared to the $27.3 dollars in Q2 2020, mostly due to higher uh, mine development costs with lower than expected ounce production. In terms of permitting, we continue to await approval from Kanawa for the expansion of the tailings dam storage at GMC. However, as per our news uh, release on July 14th, we have identified technical alternatives to extend the tailings capacity under existing permits until December 2021. We continue to proactively engage with Conagua to help expedite the permitting process and will provide an update to the market once a resolution has been found. At Topia, total production was 312,259 silver equivalent ounces, an increase of 114%, mainly due to higher throughput, higher grades, and higher recoveries for all metals. Contributing to this variance, was also the government-mandated shutdown in Mexico during Q2 2020 due to COVID-19. Average grades were 432 grams per ton silver and 1.07 grams per ton uh, gold, along with byproducts of lead and zinc. Metal recoveries were 93.5% for silver, silver and 60.3% gold. All in sustaining cost per payable ounce was $21.7 versus the 22.3 in Q2 2020, mainly due to a higher number of payable silver ounces, which decreased the all-in sustaining cost on a per-payable silver ounce basis. At Coricancha, a community agreement was received in May, and a 5,000-meter drill program started in July. I will now turn the call over to Sandra to discuss our financial results. Thank you. Thank you, Fernando, and good morning. Q2 2021 was a difficult quarter. Revenues in Q2 2021 were $52.1 million, a decrease of 22% over Q2 2020, due to lower metal sales volumes offset partially by higher realized metal prices of $1,818 for gold and $27.45 for silver. Mine operating earnings before non-cash items decreased from $35.8 million to $7.2 million. Consolidated ASIC per gold ounce sold excluded, excluding corporate GNA was $2,201 compared to $1,027 in Q2 2020, primarily due to higher costs at Tecano related to the UCS pushback activities. As Rob already said, we continued to run a full mining fleet and invest in stripping and remediation activities during the quarter. Paired with the reduced ounces of production, this resulted in higher costs. This investment, however, is expected to contribute to the company's future growth, and we expect mining to be back to normal in the coming quarters. Net loss was $10.1 million compared with net income of $8.6 million in Q2 2020. Adjusted EBITDA was negative $0.5 million compared to $30.2 million, and cash flow from operating activities before changes in non-cash working capital was negative $0.9 million 
compared with 24.1 million in Q2 2020. This decrease is due mainly to higher cash costs attributable to the pushback activities at UCS and lower gold ounces sold, partly offset by higher realized gold and silver prices. We ended the quarter with cash and cash equivalents of 35.2 million, net, of working, cap net working capital of 9.8 million, and 25.5 million of current borrowing. We've made significant progress in recent quarters in negotiating potential new credit facilities. We expect to finalize these arrangements in the third quarter, which would bolster our working capital position. And thank you. That's all we have for formal remarks. I'll turn it back now to the operator for question and answers. Thank you. We will begin the question and answer session. To join the question queue, you may press star, then 1 on your telephone keypad. You will hear a tone acknowledging your request. If you are using a speakerphone, please pick up your handset before pressing any keys. To withdraw your question, please press star, then 2. We will pause for a moment as callers join the queue. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Our first question comes from Joseph Ragor of Roth Capital Partners. Please go ahead. Hey, Rob and team. Thanks for taking my questions. Morning, Joe. So I guess first thing is uh, GMC, you know, can you give us any additional color on what's causing those delays? Is it just COVID-related issues, or is there more to it than that um, for the permitting? And then also, you know, can you give us any concept of a handicap of what your expectations are at this point, like odds of getting to the finish line by the end of the year? Thanks, Jim. <clears throat> yeah, it's, I think you know we're, we're not the only ones experiencing this this issue with with permits. Um, we're engaged with Conagua, but we have not had a, a formal response from them yet. So, it, you know, it, it is a frustrating process in Mexico right now regarding you know mining permits. We, you know, as, as I noted, we, we do have capacity to the end of the year, but you know we we do have to make capital decisions. We need to invest into development at GMC, and you know unless we get you know, more certainty around our ability to secure those permits, um, you know, we're, you know, questioning whether we can actually run to the end of the year. So the engagement with Conagua is, is you know, still going on, but the response has been disappointing to date. So, you know, that's why we decided to adjust our guidance downwards based on our lower expectation of getting those permits in time to make the necessary capital decisions <laughs> okay fair enough um, and then on a capital spend basis um, I realize there's a little uncertainty at GMC but um, you know first half of the year has been you know 27 28 million something like that that you guys have spent on capex you know what does the second half of the year look like um, and maybe what are the largest components of it Sure. So, you know, the, the first half of the year was, you know, a stripping intensive um, half, and, and we knew that going into the year. Um, 
we, we had to spend more than budgeted in Q2, but certainly the CapEx in the second half of the year is going to be a lot lower. Um, Sandra, you give any color on that? Uh, yeah, so um, the, the CapEx, um, you know, there's three components. You know, the CapEx is, is stripping and, um, and capital and also exploration, and we, we have um, um, invested heavily in the first half in exploration, but we do expect to increase that somewhat in the second half um, now that we have uh, better access to uh, drill rigs. And um, the, the capital um, expenditure for the second half um, is, is more weighted to, to the second half on certain projects, um, uh, cost-saving projects initiatives in, in primarily in Chicano. The stripping will reduce significantly as we've already guided um, in the second half as we reach the, um, you know, the higher grade ore body in UCS. Okay, and, and um, is there any, you know, even a wide range you guys could put around it on a dollar number basis? Um, you know, I think we're we're reviewing all our capex, so I think we'd be pr premature to uh, put a dollar range at this point. Okay, understandable. Um, I'll turn it over. Thank you, Jim. Our next question comes from Jake Sikluski of Alliance Global Partners. Please go ahead. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my questions. Morning, Jake. Just uh, looking at Sicano from a grade perspective for the second half, um, do you think some of that higher grade material is going to make it into the the mine plan, you know, in the latter part of the third quarter, or do you, do you think that's more of a fourth quarter type event? Yeah, hi, uh, Jake Fernando Cornejo here. Yes, absolutely. Uh, the higher the higher grade material from Murukum Central South is starting to be mined um, as of now, and the grades are expected to increase over the next two quarters, uh, starting now in August. Got it. Okay, it's helpful. Um, and then on the underground scenario at Ticano, I know we've, we've seen some drill results there. Um, when do you think that that more comprehensive update uh, will come out? Will it be around the time of the the resource update towards the end? It, what what we intend to do there, Jake, is carry, carry on drilling, drilling um, um, through, through to the to year end, and the studies will probably be complete in the first half of next year to enable us a, a decision to put down a, an access portal in the second half of the year. So you know, in summary, we're going to carry on drilling to the end of the year. The study is going to be complete um, in the first half of next year. And the expectation is that we would start going underground in the second half of next year. Okay, perfect. Um, and then uh, lastly, back to Mexico, just sort of building on, on one of Joe's questions. Um, and any color on the remaining capacity there? Um, and how quickly do you think you can move forward with some of the other uh, areas that you've identified, um, if, if that's the route that, that you choose? Yeah, the, you know, we're, we're doing a bunch of studies on what we can do as alternative tailings storage options, including in a dry stack. The problem with that is um, we will need permits to do dry stack as well, and we're back into a logjam of you know one to two years to get the permits for an alternate tailings solution. So you know we continue to push for our, our lifts on the existing 
um, facility, which would give us another five years. And in parallel, we're looking at alternative options for um, a dry stack, but that will require a new permit. And so you know, we, we, we may have to hit a pause button at GMC in order to get those new tailings permits for an alternative facility. Got it, got it. Okay. Uh, that's all for me. Thanks again. Thank you. Our next question comes from Heiko Ile of H.C. Wainwright. Please go ahead. Hey, Eric. Thanks for taking my questions. Morning, Heiko. Hey, there. Uh, good afternoon. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in Europe. It's uh, 6 p.m. here. But uh, related to the improvements in the UECS wall stability, uh, you state that you have already removed, and this is a quote, approximately 1.4 million tons of waste material from the upper west wall of the UCS pit, with a further 1.2 million tons planned to be removed in Q3. I was mentally trying to see how much 2.6 million tons really is, and, and then frankly failed. Uh, but I do understand numbers. So, so building on that, can you provide some color of approximately what you pay to move each ton? And also, uh, looking ahead, are there efficiencies where costs go down by doing it more and more, or vice versa? Does it get more expensive to haul stuff as you got to haul it up more? Um, so, it's Sandra. Um, uh, we don't generally guide on our cost structure for competitive reasons, but um, you know, it, it's typical of industry. Yeah, so you know, it's 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 not so much a, a, a cost issue that um, we're we're facing. It, it's it's access to the pit and delay in getting those answers. So yeah, it, it's not a lot of tonnage. You know, we can move that tonnage in you know um, in, in a month really. So it's it's not the volume that's the issue. It's getting access to the ore at the bottom of the pit. Which has hindered us. So um, now that we are back in there, we've still got some final smoothing to do on that wall. So that's the balance of work that we expect to happen in this quarter. But the the main focus is that we're back in the pit and you know mining efficiently again. So we do have access to those higher grade zones of ore which we were prevented accessing in, in Q2 for safety reasons. <clears throat> Uh, second question, and I'm asking this because the topic came up on another uh, call earlier today. What are you seeing with treatment charges in Mexico? Are you seeing any meaningful improvements? And I have a feeling I'm going to get the, we can't talk about this for competitive reasons, but uh, can you quantify what you're seeing as well? You're talking about our, um, our smelter returns, or are you talking about the, the mill efficiencies? Uh, no, the, the smelters. I mean that's pretty sensitive uh, uh, information. So um, uh, you know we do we contract our our um, our charges on an annual basis and, and put them up for tender each year. So we probably would defer comment on that. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Thank you. Thank you. Our next question comes from Matthew O'Keefe of Cantor Fitzgerald. Please go ahead. Thanks, operator. Good morning. Uh, just some follow-up here on Tecano. Um, first up, Tecano, and then a quick question on GMC. So on Tecano, uh, you know, this, the, the UCS pit, uh, you'll be getting into there now to get the high grade. 
is that it for UCS this year, or how many? How much more time do we have, or how much more uh, will UCS be contributing to the overall mine plan? And, and um, where will, where else are you getting ore from to feed the uh, feed the mill? Yes. Good morning. Um, um, UCS, uh, as per the current mine plan, uh, will extend into 2022, uh, perhaps for one additional quarter, um, and that that will be part of the sequence for next year as well. Okay, so we won't we won't be seeing a recurring uh, issue with with pit wall stability there. there. That's correct. I mean, the overall the overall strategy behind uh, installing piezometers and uh, water monitoring holes and um, having drains is to prevent uh, water accumulation or increasing uh, on the phreatic level during the rainy uh, the rainy season. So um, that that will give us some some assurance that uh, uh, once we go into the rainy season, which starts normally by uh, December, um, we will have uh, some control over that phreatic level and and continue mining at depth safely. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Uh, and then uh, going back to Mexico here with GMC, I know you're. So it sounds like things aren't aren't going to aren't going as well as planned there. Um, you'll be. If you do shut down, um, will, uh, will, what will your, will your care and maintenance costs be roughly? And um, are you looking at? Were there was there some discussion about toll milling options? Are there any options on, on that as well? Yeah, and that, you know, obviously we haven't come to a decision yet. Um, you know, we're, we're just probability weighting things. Um, we've got to make those decisions. This quarter, but you know, toll milling is, is an option. There, there are two other operators in the region um, with mill capacity, so that may be an option. So, you know, whether what a decision on on care and maintenance has, has not been made yet, but there are some alternatives that we are actively uh, looking at. No, I understand that uh, you have made that decision, but you must be kind of. I mean, it sounds like we're going in that direction. So. Um, you know, is there a cost wouldn't be that severe to put it on care and maintenance? And, and I mean, if it's just a matter of timing on this permit, it might be what another year or something. Yeah, exactly. So you know, an option is for us to, to carry on mining and, and do um, toll milling in <clears throat> nearby mills so that, you know, that is actively under consideration. Do you have a preferred option? Not yet. Same. Work <laughs> is in progress. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, All right. You know, um, we, don't, we don't have certainty on the permit, so that that's making things a little bit complicated. <laughs> yeah, you don't even have a. Re you said you didn't have a response, so that's that's a bit troubling too. It, so, it um, is, you know, if, if it was, yeah. a, if if we had a response today, it would make things a lot clearer. But we're we're dealing with levels of of grayness here and uncertainty. Right. Got it. Um, okay. Uh, I'll leave it there. Thank you. Thank you. Our next question comes from Troy George, private investor. Please go ahead. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I had a couple questions. Um, first, um, do you foresee um, do you foresee profitability in uh, 2021 at the end of the year? Yeah, thanks, Troy. So, you know, we do expect to produce 60 to 70 thousand ounces of gold in in the second half of the year. At an all-in sustaining cost of 1550 to 1675, so short answer is yes. Okay, great. Let's make it here. And then um, the new discovery at um, Tucano um, is that going to extend the mine life? Do you believe? Um, absolutely. 
the it, it will extend my life, uh, but the most important thing it, it, is the grades. You know, we, we're we're ex we're looking at you know much higher grades in the underground and even in fact in the Urukum North near surface. So the work in the second half of the year is looking at you know how we would capture those higher grades into the mine plan, which would increase production. Fantastic. And then also, I had a comment. Um, I also follow Avino Mines, and they had problems for over a year getting um, approval from the Mexican government because of COVID. Um, I, I don't know. You might want to give them a call and see how they finally got through. Okay. Thanks. Thank you. This concludes the question and answer session. I would like to turn the conference back over to Rob Henderson for any closing remarks. Thank you, operator. The, um, the investments we've made, not only into Kano to ensure the stability of the pit wall at UCS, but also into significant mine development and exploration at, at all of our operations, we, I believe, will contribute significantly to the future growth of the company. Um, as exploration is the key to unlocking the value of our land package in Brazil, we expect to have a steady stream of news informing you of our exploration results in the coming months. Along with the strength of our new leadership team, Great Panther is well positioned for growth, both organically and through accretive acquisition opportunities that will further grow our production profile. So on behalf of everyone here at Great Panther, I look forward to sharing our progress with you in the next quarter, and thank you for your time today. This concludes today's conference call. You may disconnect your lines. Thank you for participating and have a pleasant day. Thank you for listening to TSX Quarterly. If you enjoyed the cast, remember to leave a good rating. And remember, for any additional inquiries, please consult the company's investor relations section on their website. See you next time.